Is winning a Knoxville prelim night a good thing or a bad thing? We'll talk about that, plus everything you need to know from night one, an update on Jacob Allen, what to watch this weekend, and more. Let's go. It's Thursday, August 10th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Today's show is being supported by my guy Dan McCarran and MSP Mounts. Back in July, MSP dropped their newest version of their action camera mounts with a stainless steel swivel ball, and during the Eldora Million Week, they completely sold out. Now, though, the uh, new mounts are back in stock and ready to ship. If you are a racer and need to capture footage, these mounts are the best in the business. They're perfect for GoPros. Uh, if you want to see what it looks like mounted up with a GoPro, there you go. That's what they look like right there. Uh, but they work with really any brand of action camera that you've got, uh, and they can fit anything with a bar from three quarters of an inch uh, in size up to two inches. So if you're dirt racing, pavement racing, you've got an ATV or side-by-side, whatever you have, these will fit. And the best part is you don't need any tools to mount them. Uh, you can have a solid fit using the clamp that's a uh, part of the mount and be on your way in seconds. MSP mounts were uh, designed and built by racers for racers, so you know they can handle whatever you get into. When you head over to MSPMounts.com to order, make sure to use code DIRTTRACKER at checkout. That will get you 10% off of your order. That's D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R at checkout for 10% off at MSPMounts.com. The first of uh, two prelim nights at the Knoxville Nationals is complete, and there were definitely some surprises last night. David Gravel and Aaron Reitzel crashing in back-to-back heat races was high on that list. Uh, Reitzel called it a night and will try again Friday. While Gravel did go run the C main, which he ended up winning, he was then able to pick up 10 spots in the night's B main, but an 11th place result was nowhere near the fourth place finish he was going to need to transfer. Going 21st to 4th in just 12 laps was going to be damn near impossible, but I appreciate him at least trying. Uh, both he and Reitzel will need good runs during Hard Knocks Friday to try and set themselves up for a decent day on Saturday. Gravel was high on the list of favorites for the week, but now he'll have a big hill to climb. Other drivers missing last night's main event included Brent Marks, who was a top 10 finisher in last year's Nationals. Justin Sanders, JJ Hickel, Parker Price Miller were also on the outside looking in. They were main event starters a year ago. Uh, All-star points leader Zeb Wise missed the main event, as did Chase Dietz in the Shark Car and past Nationals champion Tim Schaefer. In the feature, we saw something we hadn't seen in 20 years, which was uh, Donnie Schatz winning a prelim night. He went 7th to the win, topping at Chase Randall, and Sheldon Hodenshield needed a good run as well after a poor qualifying effort, and he got what he needed going 12th to 3rd. As Schatz uh, tries to tie Steve Kinzer for the most national wins all-time at 12, you have to wonder if a prelim night win is a good sign here. Uh, Schatz didn't win his prelim night for any of his past 11 Knoxville Nationals titles, and only twice in the past 15 runnings of the event has the eventual winner also win their prelim night. Brad Sweet did it in 2018, and David Gravel did it in 2019. Schatz's 479 points from last night makes him the high point man that should have him starting pretty close to the front on Saturday, uh, if not the front row. That will obviously help his cause, although we've seen Schatz win the Nationals from all sorts of different starting positions. Looking through the rest of the night one points, the totals are actually pretty low, so not everybody in the top eight will be locked in. Wikipedia says 460 points basically guarantees you into the main event with the recent average to lock in at 452. So I think that's good news for everybody down to fifth. That's Schatz, Hunter Schoenberg, Kerry Matson, Geo Selzy, and Corey Day. Chase Randall has 449, as does Justin Peck. James McFadden has 447, and Casey Kane at 446. 
All of those guys could be at risk and everyone else on back will be on the outside. Remember, we take the top 16 from combined points from these two nights. So you would normally kind of look at maybe the eight from each night, but there's no guarantee, obviously, that being in the top eight is going to get you there. Uh, if Justin Peck is able to get in, uh, it would be a pretty wild turnaround given the massive crash he had in the feature last night. He got over the right rear of Sheldon Hoddenshield out of turn four and went into the front stretch wall driver's side first. It is the exact type of impact you do not want to see these guys make. Uh, it was a violent crash, but he emerged under his own power. Glad to see he was okay after his second big time incident of the year. Uh, and thanks to an emailer for this photo you see on the screen. This is uh, everybody gathered around tearing down that car in the aftermath. And this got me thinking, uh, if you're ever at a track and you see something cool that you want to share, something like this, uh, you can send photos anytime to info at dirttracker.com. You guys can kind of be my eyes and ears all around the country at these different races. Just be aware if you send me something in the email that I might use it. Uh, tonight at Knoxville, we'll do it all over again with the other uh, half of the entries. This morning, that list is 55 cars strong and includes names like Logan Schuhart, Anthony Macri, Brian Brown, Rico Abreu, Carson Macedo, Brad Sweet, Kyle Larson, Buddy Kofoid, and a lot more. Uh, same schedule again uh, as well with hot laps set for 645. A couple of other notes to talk about here from the last 24 hours. Garrett Williamson did end up finding a ride after parting ways with Brian Paper Motorsports on Sunday. He's in a third car this week for Dennis Ganey and Team DGRD. Uh, they are also fielding cars for Brandon Wimmer and Clint Garner. Also, Jeremy Elliott talked to Bobby Allen about Jacob Allen stepping away from the 1A machine. Bobby said, quote, Jacob just needs time to take a break. Uh, there is no timetable right now for his return. Bobby thinks the new tires have contributed to Jacob's struggles this season. Chase Dietz is filling in like we talked about on yesterday's show. He drove all night on Tuesday after getting the call to make the trip. And supposedly they didn't even need to change the seats in the car as Chase Dietz is about the same size as Jacob Allen. Uh, before we move on, since we can't seem to go a day without a sprint car driver change, we had one late yesterday in Pennsylvania. Brandon Raymer has decided to leave the Travis Esch Motorsports team. In 27 races in 2023, Raymer has two top fives and 14 top tens running mostly at Lincoln. Uh, with some Williams Grove sprinkled in there as well. No word on future plans for either side. In other Wednesday night racing, Chase McDermott went back-to-back -back with the Extreme Outlaw Midgets. He won Tuesday at Clyde Martin and then uh, led 19 laps last night at the Action Track USA for his fourth win of the season. Taylor Reimer was second, Kyle Jones third after starting on the pole and also leading laps. The championship standings on the Extreme website haven't been updated in a few days, but with Cannon McIntosh finishing five spots ahead of Jade Abedisian last night, he'll extend his advantage headed to Linda's Speedway tonight. Appalachian Midget Week continues through Friday. Uh, they're going to go to Path Valley. And as of this morning, Bridgeport on Saturday has been canceled. At Florence Speedway, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is back to racing after a couple of weeks off. This weekend is the $75,000 to win North-South 100. Last time out, it was Brandon Shepard bagging $53,000 at Husets during the Silver Dollar Nationals. That was back on July 22nd. Ricky Thornton Jr. is your Lucas Championship leader right now. Hudson O'Neill is second. Jonathan Davenport third. Brandon Overton currently holds down that final chase spot in fourth. Uh, important to note, though, just 115 points separate Overton in fourth, Tim McCready in fifth, and Devin Moran in sixth. The race results by track tool from Dirt Tracker Plus shows me that Jonathan Davenport won this event a year ago. Overton won it in 2021, McCready in 2022. RTJ also won at Florence earlier this year, bagging nearly $16,000. That was back on May 6th. Tonight and Friday are prelim nights, each featuring split field programs with drivers earning points. Those points will then set up Saturday's action. 
The outlaws are off. There's big money on the line. So, you know, that means all of the main drivers will be at Florence. Besides the Lucas regulars, we'll get Bobby Pierce, who has obviously been red hot lately. I will also get Brandon Shepard, Kyle Bronson, local favorite Josh Rice, Dale McDowell, and others. The whole weekend will be live on Flow Racing if you cannot get to Florence, y'all. Elsewhere this weekend, there is 20,000 win for Supers at Cherokee. There's a $10,000 Ironman show at Talladega. There's the Southern All-Stars, Carolina Clash, Ultimate Southeast, and a whole lot more if you are a late model fan. Uh, that's it for the show this week. I don't have any plans at this moment to do a Friday show as we are transitioning to this new daily schedule. Maybe if something crazy happens, uh, but don't hold your breath. Uh, don't forget too about the streaming schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys enjoy the next couple of days out there. We'll see you right back here on Sunday. <laughs>